God, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Try it, man. Do not say you're starting to shake. Okay. Don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here. Do it. Stop running. Go back in. Do not run. Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of them. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. The only podcast with the magic to entrap Zach and the Gak in any number of sensual rituals. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, I'm just feeling excited, and I'm Joel. I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And uh, yeah, it's our inner season special, which is in and Warlocks. It's our Christmas slash holiday special as well, Joel. Fa la 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 whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Well, whatever. Look, Joel, I'm trying to be the best boy, so that no. so that uh, so that Santa Dave Schrader comes down <laughs> my chimney and uh, gives me like a half-eaten hot dog or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. You mean uh, Santa Mole Dave Schrader digs through the ground through the up ground. into your chimney? That's chimney. right. That's right. He doesn't need a chimney. <laughs> He burrows through. Unfortunately, I am on a second story, so I feel very bad for my downstairs neighbor. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of damage. I feel like what we know of Dave Schrader (laughs) with his gigantic full quiver is that he digs through people's floors into their their fireplaces to throw out children to childless millennials. (laughs) No! No! I better start being real bad. Yeah, well, we're going to start being real bad as we talk about Ghost Adventures, the special Devil Island. In this unprecedented two-hour special, we will be the first ever to be given permission to explore an island with over 100 abandoned buildings riddled with darkness. In one of our scariest and most dangerous investigations to date, welcome to Ghost Adventures, Devil Island. It's strong. Super strong. Right away, this <laughs> this fucking thing is just setting me off because they are at Angel Island off of the coast of San Francisco, and they're doing a, a lot of work to try and convince us, the audience, that it's so decrepit and abandoned and no <laughs> one's there. Even though it's a public park. It is? Yes. It's at, it's op- You can take a ferry. My, my partner, uh, Emma... Not the 16-year-old in this show. My real-life <laughs> partner, who's also named Emma. Uh, she lived in San Francisco. She's been out there. You just take a ferry, and you get out there, and you get to walk around. It's not, there's, You can camp out there. There's campgrounds. That's why there's park rangers and shit. Man, I kind of wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> that sucks so bad. That's, <laughs> that sucks so bad, dude. <laughs> apologize. Sorry about that. I really apologize. He's like, this is our. We are the first paranormal team to ever investigate this location ever, and probably will be the last because it's so dangerous. Dangerous. They're like talking. They're talking about how dangerous it is, and like, yeah. the public is allowed out there. You're probably not allowed in most of the buildings. Yeah, probably not. Well, people clearly go in there because there's, like, fucking G-Money and Poop have been at it on the walls just fucking spraying shit down, so... You know, we've always gotten on the boys' case for 
yeah, that's what we're known for. Yeah. And you know, you know, they're a little over the top, <laughs> but it pales in comparison with the obvious artifice of this episode for me. This place is fucking fake as hell. <laughs> and we're talking about the grudge. <laughs> it is this woman, allegedly named Tamiya Furukawa, who has come to be known as the White Witch. <laughs> You know, on this podcast, we have positioned Billy as kind of our ultimate villain. And uh, that's confirmed. Yeah, yeah, it continues. It has not changed. It won't change. I don't imagine it changing. Sometimes for comedy, which is Warlocks, Peel Back the Veil, you uh, you kind of ham stuff up for the laughs. And you might think that... My my hatred of Billy Tully is an example of that. After this episode, uh, I I really detest Billy Tully as a human being, as an entity. He I feel oh. like he's a cancer. Wow. Well, you know it's 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 uh it's pretty funny you say that because he has cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> no. Um. No. God, he'd make a scary ghost. Um. <laughs> That's a girl. That's a girl. <laughs> oh, God. It would just be, you would only see his mohawk and his mouth, like, yeah. floating through, through a room or just, like, hovering in a corner. Just, we heard the spectral sound of a drop. DJ Inferno. <laughs> no, no. This is the sound of Billy Tolly sighing deeply. <sighs> Zach is talking about how this is the most dangerous lockdown, the most dangerous investigation they've ever done. Which is clearly not true, but okay. Immediately, Billy almost crashes the car. I love this because. <laughs> Props where props are due is not Billy's fault. He had green. It's just, it's clearly, it's Zach just be like being fucking hyperbolic and crazy. Zach has become so sensitive. Oh, he's become so. Fashion report. Yep. Let's do it. Give me the thermometer, real quick. Dude. Look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. Is Zach allergic to the sun? <laughs> that, that might be a good call. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> he, he's full-on dressed like someone who cannot be out in the sun. He is dressed like... Uh, like a tactical grandmother. A tactical exorcist grandma. <laughs> yeah. Bucket hat, floppy it, bucket it hat. It was in mourning. <laughs> I, lo I love, the, like, early in the episode, he gets out of the car, he's got his floppy bucket hat on, and he takes his sweater and drapes the arms of his sweater and crosses it around his neck. Even better, though, is that in the car, so first, he's got the fingerless gloves, right? He's got Always. the long sleeve shirt. He's got his uh, his cargo pants, all in black. He's got his wide-brimmed grandma hat on. Mm -hmm. And then he reveals 
It's a hat on top of a hat. <laughs> That's the best reveal of the whole episode. Is he's he's in the car and he pulls off the hat and underneath is a baseball hat. If if there were more things like hat like that happening in this episode, I would think that Zach was a comedic genius oh, on yeah. the level of Andy Kaufman. Yes. But I really do think that Demon House has turned him into the softest, squishiest boy. Yeah, or or okay, so I'm just wondering if like is he allergic to the sun or is he just trying to like maintain his like brand of like pearlescent white skin? I just think that he has become, and you know, this is one of those things where I'm going to sound like a little bit of a fucking hypocrite. Cause we've talked about like, Oh Zach, you should be more in touch and like less, less performatively masculine. But watching this entire episode of him being like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, Bitch, fucking sack up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Grow a pair, you fucking nerd. We came up with the word man baby, and I don't know why. While Billy is almost killing Zach in a car accident, which would have been pretty funny. <laughs> and after we learn that Billy's van got broken into and he cut his little hand on glass. Dude, oh my God. I, that part is so funny. You know, because like normally he's like, there's a storm brewing. Yes. Why? Why would there be a storm happening here? When we're on our way, what are the co- what are the chances such a coincidence would happen? <laughs> Everything bad that happens is the devil trying to stop them from investigating a location. Yes. So Billy leaving their gear in the back of the car in a sketchy neighborhood. That's the devil. Billy almost getting hit while driving. <laughs> it's the devil. devil. That's the devil. Billy... Uh, touching the glass and going, ooh, and having a little tiny little little cut on his palm. Mm-hmm. That's the demon. That's the demon lord himself. That's three instances around Billy, which is a mocking of the Trinity, which would be fitting because Billy, I think, is the devil. <laughs> careful, Billy. Careful, Billy. Careful, Billy. The aggression is there. I feel it. Aggression? I don't have any aggression. No, I have aggression towards you because I don't like the way you're treating me. Bill was in the hallway and he was looking at me and that wasn't Bill I saw. It was somebody else. And it was terrifying. Learn, I don't know what I wanted to do. So, yeah, you do. I mean, I just say it. No, I mean, I wanted to hurt both of them. I'm assuming the PR team that Ghost Adventure has now is like, listen, Zach, you can't just go into places that are haunted by a could be haunted by a specific group of people and just what run roughshod <laughs> over it. You have to pay lip service to giving a fuck about yeah. them. Yeah. She shows up at this woman's house. So before he even goes in there, right? He starts whispering <laughs> to his crew as though she's not expecting him. That's the thing is like this whole show, they need to make drama out of something. That's a producer being like, okay, we need steaks. And Zach set this meeting up weeks ago, getting the shot, getting everything planned for this. And he's like, oh, uh, let's pretend that we just got the call. And she was like, really into what we're doing, because obviously our investigation there is so important. More important than her stupid documentary. (laughs) God, her documentary looks interesting, actually. Like, okay, (laughs) when I look at Aaron's face. Yeah. He's just sort of like taken on this constant scowl 
of like yeah. someone who's like in permanent pain. I can imagine that would happen to anyone after working with with Zach this long. Like, there's a reason why band members who have, a, like, a particularly annoying diva of a lead singer just take yeah. tons of drugs and fuck a lot <laughs> so they can get through it because they, they are tied to the most insufferable person. Yeah, and that's Aaron's entire life. No, he, and he, all he has is a fucking pocket full of nuts. And he had to watch after he was there on day one fucking Billy Tully... Ascent of the Tully. This interview with this woman, it's short. Yes, Felicia Lowe. Who uh, directed a documentary called Carved in Silence uh, because she was making it about her father and her grandfather who were on Angel, Angel Island because as the second witness tells... Uh, Wes Leslie, which is a horrible name to say. The most San Francisco ghost tour guide possible. Oh, yeah. He he looks like a police sketch of a conservative influencer describing a soy boy. Ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they go into how this used to be the immigration station, which sounds a lot more fun than it obviously was. Zach's trying to milk these the suffering of these people. Yes, yes. Oh God, and I I just gotta jump in with how much I love the the Japanese ghost reenactors, which are fucking amazing. But the weirdest part is the random Asian man dummy head <laughs> they use over and over because it seems like they didn't get they couldn't find enough actors. So they just used a a fucking mannequin head. Kind of a hard thing to not find in San Francisco are or in California in general are actors. <laughs> right. <laughs> California has no actors. I do love this because Zach was obviously told like, hey, you got to talk to this Felicia Lowe person because she did a real serious documentary about this place. And Zach's like, fine, I'm still going to have a bunch of fucking grudge ghosts in there. So lame. Yeah, I've still hired, like, two or three Asian people to yell at the camera, so whatever. Two. He hired two. They two. hired two. There is a man and a woman. <laughs> they use the woman too much and the man, like, once. And then they use the dummy head some more times because they didn't want to pay anybody. Well, they had to save money because uh, after Wes Leslie... Blech, I hate it. I hate that name for some reason. It really bothers it's me, a, Wes it's a Leslie. Moist, it's, it's a moist name. It's that's the wettest name I've come across recently. <laughs> Wes Leslie. Oh, yeah, God. Ooh, ooh, ooh. it all flows together. It's like a sinewy <laughs> pile. That is a name that you cannot pronounce, pronounce or say around a misophonia help group. No, I just I, I, I take a sip of milk and then I bite into a banana and I say, Wes Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He this wet boy tells the story story of the bride to be mm, the white witch she's the white witch but not the white witch because <laughs> there's a lot of white witches out there eric oh how many fucking ghosts are just like a, a sad bride who like killed herself how many goddamn fucking ghosts it's so played out i mean and this is another one where it's like there is an evidence like i looked for it there, there are evidence for some things that happen in these stories, but 
this just seems like a classic ghost story that people mm-hmm. tell around the campfire. It's the bride who gets sad, so she kills herself. That's like in every culture across the globe is this fucking story. And it's told a billion times. It's not real. The next sequence where where Zach's like, come on, guys, the boat leaves in five minutes. If we miss this boat, we're going to be swimming there. And let me tell you something about Zach in, in dark, deep water. I don't do dark, deep water because I don't like these big things that swim around there. They have teeth and they come up from underneath him. Sharks. Yes. He's clearly trying to do a bit. And like, dude, if my boat was leaving in five minutes... I'm not going to be waffling around doing a bit. This is what I'm saying. It's all artificial. Obviously, his boat's going to leave when he gets there because he chartered it. God. He spent money to go on this boat. And I also do love that he's waffling. He's doing the fake waffling. It's the things in the water. They're big. They got shark teeth. They go, meow, 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 meow. Cues his little little bitch boy. (laughs) He's like, oh, you know. And then Billy's like, um, oh, I know. Oh, 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 you mean sharks. Oh, I do believe, yes. Yeah, Billy has, has such a proud little look on his face. Being able to answer Zach's question. <laughs> His arm shot up and he just started jumping. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> me, me, Mr. Baggins, I knew the thing. <laughs> Professor Baggins, please. Uh, I Do I get a gold star for the day? Liviosa! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, he is the Hermione of the group. Uh, Aaron's the Ron Weasley and fucking Zach Bagans. I don't know. He's kind of like Draco Malfoy. Well, yeah. So I guess Harry Potter's just no the audience. <laughs> Harry Potter's Jay Wosley. He, you know what, dude? Yeah. I'll give it to him. This, yeah. this, this I'm going to come out on, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Hey, I really like Jay. Eric? Go ahead and reach out that hand to me because I'm joining you in on that limb. I'm a big fan of Jay. I'm here for you Jay. You son of a bitch. Slap. <laughs> What's the battle, Dylan? Tushin too many pencils. Tushin put him in pencils. Tushin those pencils? We've been we both been tushing some pencils. We got three or four yeah. in there. <laughs> a strong guy. You, you know a strong guy's strong when he can put a bunch of pencils in his ass and then break them all off with the power of his butthole. You know, you know, guy, a strong guy is really strong. We can shove one up there and it comes out sharpened. <laughs> oh, just shaving it against his prostate. <laughs> oh, when I put a, a pencil up my butthole and I pull it out sharp, I'm coming. <laughs> oh, I'm com- when I feel the point poke my prostate, I just explode. <laughs> when I'm on stage, when I'm looking into the <laughs> eyes of my fans, it's like I'm coming. <laughs> and like when Jay Wosley does his rituals, it's kind of it's kind of like he's coming. But we'll get to that. We will get to it. Well, this fucking captain. Uh, picks them up for their chartered boat, which is completely unnecessary. This is why they couldn't have fired one more actor, because you know what goes there regularly to Angel Island? A ferry open to the public. But they got to charter a boat to make it extra spooky. And and of course, they got to like one of the one of the uh, engines goes and Zach is panicking as though they're not in like one of the most populated bays. He has, like, 
monetized his fear too much. He's the Nikocado of fear. Oh no. Oh no, he is. You know I'm right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. He he realized that being scared on camera worked for the audiences. <laughs> yes. So he is now afraid of all things of everything. everywhere. Yes, he yeah. blames everything on demons. Everything. Uh, he's afraid of everything. Everything is haunted, and there are no coincidences. He f- screams and freaks out and puts his little fingerless gloves up to his teeth and goes, I'm so scared. This this episode is Zach Bagan's version of Nick Akato's spread asshole picture. <laughs> uh, have you seen that? Yes, of course I've seen that. <laughs> Who do you think you're fucking talking to? We're so chronically online. Such yeah, a problem. we're cursed. Oh, we're so cursed. I should never have seen it. Yeah, thanks, mom and dad, for the unlimited internet access in my formative <laughs> years. I'm really yeah. glad that this is what happened. Oh, boy. He Man. will be able to study so well. And I'm just looking at spread assholes and spaghetti jars getting crushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me good. Looks like we're going to need emergency (laughs) surgery in the studio. I noticed a tendency for this program to get rather silly. Now, I do my best to keep things moving along, but I'm not having things getting silly. They're talking (laughs) to this former resident, and his big story is that he was getting swole, hitting that heavy back, you know, just uh, him and the boys. Playing! (laughs) Playing with with the boys. But then record scratch, a Japanese ghost screams. (laughs) And he is not okay with that. I'm pretty sure it was just a buddy of his who was just trying out powerlifting. Because have you ever seen his those buddy videos? just prolapsed? Yeah, have you seen those videos where they like try a powerlift and they throw it down and they just go, yeah. It's because they strain so hard that their 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 insides are on their outsides now. Oh, they yeah. Gotta, yeah. I saw that video in high school. They made me watch that prolapse. Oh, they made they made you watch it? Yes. I had to watch it for my weightlifting class. Dude. I know. I saw a man get fucked to death by a horse in college, and I saw a prolapse in senior year of high school. Yet again, I'm telling you, this is what the right wingers <laughs> are scared of. This is what they think is going on in public schools and college. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. But they go to their first location after this gentleman gives them a warning about how dark it is. <laughs> it's Angel Island. It's different here. It's Angel Island, but it really should it should be called Devil Island. And Zach is just like creaming his pants like, yes. Oh, man, I wish I could have come up with that. That's so smart. Hey, no take backs. It's mine now. It's mine now. It's mine now. TM. That's funny. It's mine. That's gold, Jerry. Gold. They get to their first location, the Civil War Hospital at Camp Reynolds and PhD Jeff Dwyer who I guess he just really gets off on the ghost stories at this point. Like he just likes to be included. Yeah. This is where we learn of the big haunting that's real has a historical context. Yeah. Jeff and park ranger lady. I can't remember her name. I forgot to write it down. Ranger Casey. They do like a cut back and forth, very cinematic uh, between both of these people telling the same story of how, Military band leader Fritz Kimmel 
decided to kill 15 year old Emma Spores because Emma would not pay attention to him. Dude, okay, straight up uh, incel murder. Yeah. And Zach blames demons. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> what a piece of shit. And classic incel style, he's like, this 15 year old doesn't want to fuck me. So he goes and gets his gun, shoots her in the head, and then shoots himself. It is such an incel fucking move. Oh, and so is what happens next. Billy just has to jump in. He's like, oh, I'm just really like, I can't get over this story of Emma. She sounds like a delicious little treat. <laughs> Zach even says in the voiceover, uh, Billy's unusual fascination with this story because Billy usually has eyes for only one person. But Billy is taken with Emma and beckons a 15 year old girl spirit to, to his car to come home with him. <laughs> Oof, Billy. Oh, Big oof. Don't worry, you can come home with me. Trust me, I'm much better than the other boys of my age. I am a man who can take care of a young woman. Mm. And Billy apparently is successful because he brings out a new version of the spooky speaking spell. And he asks where Emma is and and it says it that she's in the car. So Billy <laughs> got the girl in the car. Joel, a 15-year-old girl from the 1800s yeah. knows what a car is. Yeah. Oh, of course. Not only is it a ridiculous story, it is also ridiculous that Billy retcons it with he did his quote unquote own research and uh hey, guess what? Emma is actually 16, so it's totally cool. Dude, <laughs> that that part is <laughs> when he starts, he starts, he's like, uh, how could you kill a 16 a year old young woman? And I'm just saying, you know, I've looked up the age of consent in California and 16, so it's fine. It's it's totally OK. Emma, you can come with me it is completely consensual and I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I love, I love also that like, so the spirit radio says leave. Yeah. <laughs> like right away. And it's like, yeah, because Billy's making her uncomfortable. I think that that is going to be a theme throughout this night. And I just want to incept this idea into you and the witches and warlocks because a lot of things happen in this lockdown. A lot of mists go quickly away from the boys. Orbs shoot away. Things fall down as they're trying to move away. I think that the ghost of a young woman who was killed by an older man because she wouldn't give him her attention <laughs> is not going to be thrilled with a gang of older men demanding her attention. No, no. <laughs> This is the last thing poor Emma Spore needs. <laughs> Billy and Zach are both like, come, come here. Come here. Pay attention to me, please. Little girl. Please. Little girl. Um, actually, she's technically a woman. I believe she's ready for fertilization. <laughs> Why don't you like men? Billy is immediately being weird because Zach is trying to talk to Emma outside and Billy's like, 
No, no, Emma, you can talk to Zach. That's fine. I give you permission. But if you want to come back to me, I'll be right here. <laughs> and yeah, they get leave on the uh, the the spirit box. One of the five different fucking versions of the spirit box they have now. That's very convoluted. And then Emma gives Billy a wet willy to try and get him <laughs> yeah, to stop. Yeah, he. Uh, 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 I felt something in my ear. It was disgusting. <laughs> it's just a fucking cockroach just <laughs> crawled in there to join the rest of his bugs. Billy in distress as he's recovering from whatever touched his inner ear. He really looks like Paul Blart. Like he looks Kevin James adjacent. And also, does he only tan his neck? Oh no. His his face is rather white, but his neck looks like the oh. rough hide of a lizard. Oh, that would be so funny if like when he gets into like a tanning bed, he just puts a towel over his face. <laughs> there is nothing that I dislike seeing more on screen than Billy in night vision, which oh. is a lot of this episode. Oh boy, that yeah, you didn't have a very good time, did you? I did not. <laughs> You know, Billy is getting again weird immediately because he's telling the he's telling the ghost of Fritz that he's taking Emma. She's mine, bitch. And <laughs> the paranormal puck says, remove master, and him and Aaron pretend like they don't know who that could be referring to. As Zach is outside trying to beckon Emma. <laughs> and then Zach, all of Zach's equipment dies. I love this. I love it's so I, good. Zach is just frustrated. He's like, mm, everything's not. I charged everything. I swear. It's like seven pieces of equipment don't work. <laughs> and they're all Zach's. It's all his responsibility. Yes. And like, I mean, again, every time something runs out of batteries, I, it's just not interesting to me. Yeah. But if this were yet again, if this were genuine, if he were saying the true true, that he, he, he had fully charged everything, put batteries in everything right before they arrived, and then everything was dead, yeah, that'd be interesting. We have no evidence, no proof. There are instances where this is interesting to me. Like, if they're holding the camera and you see the battery yeah. at, like, 60%, and then it goes, boop, and it's dead, yeah. cool. That's Fun. interesting. Kind of interesting. When, when it's one or two pieces of equipment that go off... And, like, something happens around that, that's cool. When you show up to the island and your entire kit is out of batteries, I think you just <laughs> forgot to plug it in, bitch. Like, we all make mistakes, Zach. That's why you're supposed to... You make $100,000 an episode, Zach. Take some of that money and hire a PA to do the work for you. It makes it scary and sells it, you know? Well, and that's what they're trying to do with this episode because you can't have a boring ghost show. You can't. There's a reason why Zach is the king, and it's because he's the Nikocado of being afraid. And <laughs> so, day two, they go to their third location, which is the best part. There was one part, though, right before they, right before they cut this, that I, I got to talk to you about. Okay. Zach, you know, walks into this building, right? Yeah. He's with Billy and Aaron, and he's like, oh, oh, it's so strong. Oh, the energy is so strong. Oh, I just feel it so strong. And then Billy goes, 
so strong. So strong. And, yeah. <laughs> and the 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 fury <laughs> the like instant like red rage that ra- that rose in me after he, after he was like uh so strong. Like for some I I finally got it. I was like, "Oh, Joel, I get it." <laughs> yeah. Billy is an eternal yes man. You even see him fuck up earlier where Aaron is talking about feeling after Billy was like, little girl, come with me. And Billy's talking about this feeling. And Aaron's like, yeah, I could just feel like around here. And he like points at Billy and then Billy like finger guns at Aaron. Right? Cause he's about to be like, yes, you're feeling it too. And then Aaron's like, it's all on you. And then Billy takes his fingers and puts it back at him. And he like does the symbol of like a blanket over him. Like, oh, yes, of course. That's oh, what we're it's happening. About. Yeah, my oh, nipples. God. I can feel it. I am so upset that we have this gem of a boy who's about to come more into play of Jay Wasley, who we obviously love as they go to the ritual house the next oh morning. Oh my God. Yes. Oh man, I love this. Uh, a house that they're trying to renovate because the island is open to the public and you could camp there and it's rather nice. <laughs> they're trying to renovate a house that people could probably rent for a cabin and have a great time. They should have hired your dad because he would have spackled right over that shit. Yeah. He As like, we know. Might... Yeah. That one is just a demon room, whatever. Uh, what? What? What are these fucking cat skulls? Ah, fuck yeah. it. That, put it in with the fucking drywall. Wow, that's funny. If you're curious about what me and Eric are joking about in this conversation, then check out the Come Fight Me in the Dark Patreon. We'll have bonus content, extra skits, and with enough backers, even more ghost adventures related or adjacent fun for you, our witches and warlocks. So join now. So Ranger Casey is introducing them to this house and she's like, we were trying to like renovate, but we stopped on the third floor because there's some symbology going on up there. Hey, yo, what's the symbology behind this star here? Like, <laughs> weird star. It's got too many points. What you mean is symbolism. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And Zach gets so fucking torqued. He's oh, yeah. So t- he's like, oh, that means there's a portal and demons are pouring through. And he comes out in the editing as he's like, they go to like almost a Peter Jackson slow motion cam in there. And he's overlaying as they're doing other dialogue. <laughs> Don't touch the symbols. Why are they here? <laughs> oh my God, dude. It really is all he cares about though. You know, like, Oh yeah. He, he, he wants an enemy. It's not interesting to him anymore to just hunt for ghosts. Ghosts don't matter to him. No, he needs an enemy, and he's, like, trapped in the fucking 80s satanic panic. So he's like, yeah. oh, there must have been a cult. There must have been satanic occultists who opened a portal. I, I love this, too, because he's like, it's connected with Alistar Crowley oh and the God, religion dude. that he bore. Oh, dude, I was not expecting an Alistair Crowley tie-in. <laughs> And let, I, before we get too deep into this, Eric, you're the our local devil boy. Yeah. What do you know of Alistair? Okay, so Alistair Crowley and uh, um, 
L. Ron Hubbard were friends. That makes sense. They were both part of the Golden Dawn, weren't they? And Alistair got kicked out at one point and made his own religion, but yeah. Something like that. And, like, they were friends with um, Alan Parsons, I think his name was. And, like, they worked together to do some magical ritual because they were trying to summon the the scarlet witch the 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 sacred whore the one yeah. that rides the the demon of the apocalypse and basically it's cuz they were all just really horny horny nerds who were just <laughs> like dude she sounds hot she sounds hot as fuck they're nerds they're fucking nerds Aleister Crowley was a nerd so i i did a dive into Thelema or Thelema Thelema He's founded the Thelema religion, which is the basis of modern day Satanism, but not in the actual devil worshipy way. Really? Aleister Crowley's religion is essentially boils down to do what's thou wilt. Uh, no, that's that is that that is more satanic church rather than satanic temple, which is different. It's following one's true will. So the religion is you figure out who you really are and whatever it is about you, you just do that. It's spicy libertarianism. Yeah. and it, But the, the <laughs> it does actually include the point where you're not supposed to do it at the expense of others. Ah, you can't, nice. You're not supposed to interrupt other people's true wills. It's basically just like don't. It's the golden rule. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and it's it was made to encompass essentially everything. It's like if your one true will leads you to the belief that there is a one like a monotheistic god, and that is the true will that you discover in yourself. Boom. Have at it. That's true for you. You can't argue against somebody who believes in multiple gods. Dude, every time, every time I do like any kind of deep dive in Satanism, every time I'm like, still for me, baby. I know. (laughs) I fucking love it. I love it. Of course, Zach is there like, oh, he buys into the propaganda of Crowley of how he's the most dangerous and evil man that's ever existed because he just is being like, Hey, Western religion kind of sucks. Right. Oh my God, dude. And like he, listen, he did do a bunch of drugs and end up like apparently cutting open some goats and maybe fucking them. That's fine. Crowley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, priests do worse. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather him fuck a goat than a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Stirred it up, I bet. You think? <laughs> to to the point of Zach fucking shooting in all directions. Yeah. The moment where he's like, he's like, everyone stop! I just saw a Japanese ghost in my mind. I I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> Zach, buddy, I can look at anything and imagine whatever I want. It doesn't mean it's real. Zach thinks that his imagination is content, and it's not. In my mind's eye, I saw a gurgling ghost from the grudge. (laughs) In my mind's eye, I saw a blue duck, so I decided to draw a blue duck. In my mind's eye, I saw a fat-titted hentai neko girl, and I thought... Yes, mommy. Squeeze me between those thighs. She turned and she did have a cat's tail and a cat's ears. But lo, she was a female. A full-on female. And I heard with my own mind's eye ears her go, Nyah! 
<laughs> Zach. <laughs> and they're all looking at him and he's and he's crossing his eyes and dro- and yeah. drooling with his tongue out. And they're like, yeah. hey, Zach, it's not you're you're imagining it. They snap his fingers and he gets a nosebleed. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I consider myself to be a great weeaboo warrior. <laughs> yeah. He's so excited about this premise. There's there's a haptogram, and Jay, of course, our our favorite boy breaks it down because he's our he's our actual warlock i love him so great man he need dude they need to fucking give the show to him yeah and and end this bullshit i vote for jay and aaron off on a quest together i'd love it i'd love it i'd love it notice that they're not allowed to pair off with each other Hmm. Uh, mm, interesting Hmm. hang on they do pair off, right? No. Oh, that's right, because Zach sends Billy Billy and Aaron off together constantly. Billy is the second in command. Oh, he has to keep eyes on the on the on the prize, the beta, the beta boy, the beta bitch. Exactly. The bald beta bitch. I think it's because if they're ever allowed to team up, the audience would realize that they're the best parts of the show. Right. Your lives may be in danger. Why? You've seen things that weren't to be seen. Yeah, man, this shit is so great. And then they're like, and he's like talking about how the Scarlet Witch, you know, the sacred horror that rides the the beast of Babylon and how her husband is chaos. Yeah. And Zach's like, wait, what? What does that mean? He summons chaos. Let me make it simple for you, little boy. Yeah. He he makes chaos, and and then they they just throw up images of fucking like the protests of 2020 and January 6th. Yes, and also some uh, spooky Civil War uh, sped up footage, which oh, is great. So fucking crazy. <laughs> I love that Zach needs everything explained five times. I I don't know if it's because he thinks that we the audience are stupid or if he is really just that fucking stupid. Oh, he is really that fucking stupid. Because Jay lays it all out. Yeah. And Zach's conclusions are so out of pocket. Oh, yeah. The fact that he is now under the impression that the whore of Babylon and her chaos husband are galloping around the island on her beast. Uh, Jay's like, yeah, no, like these these uh, symbols are kind of associated with these sorts of things. And, Jay, and Zach's like, huh, what you're just telling me right now, there's 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 a demon on this island that's eating souls and building nests in all the houses for all his other demon friends. The whore of Babylon <laughs> is here and she is sucking up all of these souls. Just Because what you were saying, Jay, is that the souls are food for the demons. And Jay's just like, you know what? Yep, sure. Getting the glazed over eyes, just like nodding and staring mm-hmm. into the middle distance, just like, uh, right. It's any employee who's told their boss something that was good at work, and then the boss takes it and like extrapolates way too long. Makes it their idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we just like minimize that for a second? Um, so what I'm getting is <laughs> What I'm getting is uh 
these symbols were used to open up a portal for a very evil woman, right? Right, Jay? And Jay's like, no, uh, she's just actually a fertility. No, okay. Uh, yeah. No, she's, e- she's, e- she's evil. She's evil. She's evil. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, go ahead, Zach. Go off. Go off, King. <laughs> Zach's like, Zach straight up is like, he's suggesting that the seat of the apocalypse is Angel Island. He's like, this is where it's happening. This is where the portal of the 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 sacred whore of the apocalypse riding the seven-headed dragon the leviathan will be popping out of this island just off the coast of san francisco america and we know why it's gonna pop up there it's because of all the goddamn gays it's because of all the gays and all the all the kink clubs in Mm -hmm. san francisco Mm, it's because of all the tasty leather delicious oh (laughs) oh hit me one time (laughs) hit me twice (laughs) oh 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 if if the apocalypse was heralded by he- Tim Curry as Hexus, that's oh, pretty great. Dude, I'm in. Yeah, fully erect. Well, speaking speaking about <laughs> in, they go to their last location. It's the old warehouse where our our former guard heard a scream, and who cares? Like in a lo- in a episode where we've already been introduced to three locations that are legitimately interesting, murder house, old hospital, and cool ritual house. The abandoned old warehouse where an old man heard somebody go, ah, is really low <laughs> on my interest level. At this point, we get into the lockdown, quote unquote. Uh, finally. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. They split up immediately. Zach and Jay go to the old warehouse. It's, it's not that interesting. Like they hear squeaking and then something fall over. That's kind of cool. It's interesting. It sounds, it sounds like a, like a squeaky hinge. Yeah. And then it sounds like a hinge broke and then something fell. And then Zach asks if the white witch is there and they get that cool digital sound where it's like, yeah, which is yeah. like <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. yeah. And like, God, the whole time I couldn't stop thinking about how bad, how quickly Zach would would quit if he was a night like security guard. Because <laughs> yeah. he he like walks into it and he's like, oh shit, oh fuck, um, oh, oh god, oh god, and then he hears like a banging and he's like, oh no, yeah, and it's like, man, it's probably a fucking raccoon party. Like you're becoming me. This is my point. It's all just animals. It's birds. It's birds. It's always owls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the owls are not what they seem. That wasn't cool. <laughs> Although they do get a voice on the EVP that does sound like a 90s video game because it's like, scream and fight. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> Animality. Babality. So Aaron and Billy are doing their, their fucking bullshit together. They have no chemistry. They hate each other so much. Aaron gets the double chills, and I do as well. He gets the double chills, and then he sees a, a shadow woman. He's like, oh, my God, I swear to God, right over there. 
there was a woman. And then Zack shits all over him with voiceover. Even though Aaron is convinced at what he saw, it is low light and we could not confirm any apparition on our visual cameras. <laughs> and then we get the first inkling of what the true problem in this episode is because Billy, this fucking tan-necked pudding person... <laughs> Out of his butthole lips is like, okay, so we're pressed for time. <laughs> so just tapping his fucking wrist. What a dick. So they go upstairs with the fucking SB. This is the SB7 spirit box this time. Yeah. And they get an unintelligible response with the first of many orbs that Zack has to defend so hard. I mean, there's so much dust flying in all these scenes. I'm sorry, not dust. No. Orbs. No. Orbs. Orbs. Orbies. <laughs> there's a lot of orbies flying around and like they have no home because Nick is no longer on the team and they can't all fly up his butthole. So yeah. instead, they're flying throughout all the scenes. There's so many scenes with orbs. And on, and they only, like, point out half of them because most of them are so fucking boring. Yeah, and the reason that they're flying so fast is because they want to get away from fucking Billy. <laughs> it's certainly not because these buildings are, are, are full of dust and these boys are the first ones to walk around in there for a long time. No. No. No, 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 no. This is such an interesting set of events because they go up with the SB7 spirit box and after they get their first orb, Aaron's like, hey, why don't we go back down where we're going? And, you know, and Billy is already in the middle of being passive aggressive to Aaron before they get their next bit of evidence on their way <laughs> to the basement. Cause you can hear Billy be like, no, no, you're right. Let's go down. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. They start heading down. Yes. Yes. And then they get the, the response that says not all the way down and not a woman. Now, honey, not a woman, easy. gentlemen, not a woman. <laughs> Meet oh my fucking god dude so here's what i took from that because yeah. billy's like um so uh what i'm understanding is uh this is probably a demon that's trying to lure me with the story of a mm, very mm, sensual young 15 year old 16 16 year old woman Yes. Um, what I'm getting from it is the ghost was like, uh, yeah, no, it's a child, Billy. Not a woman. Not a woman. No, it's the ghost of Emma being like, nope, nope, not a woman, and I'm out. Yeah, she's sucks. a little girl. So, well, maybe we can help her. If you want to leave with, with us, you can. Okay? So stay close by. Yes, Emma. And what's going on here seems pretty pervy doesn't it he's being passive aggressive to Aaron we're already setting up this this aggression that Billy is going to foster Billy's pissed at this point yeah you and he's being Eric I was in public school I went to college I've been in enough group projects to know when somebody wants to be in charge and they're pissy that they're not um sorry Joel I'm gonna have to jump in here and say he's actually more of a sympathetic person Oh, 
Is he? That's what he says. <laughs> I don't know if your brain shut down at that moment where 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 Billy goes, um, I'm a really sympathetic person. And they got the simp part right. <laughs> and pathetic. <laughs> oh, waka waka. Hey, hey, hey. hey yeah, I'll boom. be here all week. <laughs> boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> I love that we have Jeff now who looks like every Christian Chuck Tuck, uh, every Christian Tucker. Fuck. I'm sorry. Whoa, dude. What just happened? <laughs> I said Every Christian, wow, I can't, I'm, I, my mouth wants to say Chris Tucker. <laughs> you need to drink a glass of water right now. Every religious trucker who just got out of prison, mm. but is trying to <laughs> turn his life over to the G.O.D. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a hard, he's definitely had a hard life. He used to have a Harley. Oh yeah, he's a bike guy. He's a bike guy. He, he used to be. Before the divorce. The, before that bitch took everything from him. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how Zach met him. He rolled up in his Harley on the way to drop it off at the, the fucking like repo office. And he's at a light and he revved his engine really hard. And Zach's like, yes, I have found a kindred spirit. That badass over there. Hmm. I think I fucked that man's wife. Interesting. <laughs> I bet that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and he's like, excuse me, sir. Do you know anything about electricity? And just like, yeah, man, I can hook up some shit. Whatever. What do you need? <laughs> I, uh, hey, hey, I've electrocuted myself a million times. Yeah, I know plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some backwards electricity <laughs> shit the fuck happening in this Bill scene. Chappell? What the fuck happened? Did Bill Chappell die? I think Bill Chappell's just done with these nerds. They can't. They, he doesn't want to deal with them. Why the fuck did they turn it over to fucking pipe bomb maker fucking Jeff. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is some fucking jury rigged shit that they've got going on here. And no wonder everyone's a little bit frustrated. I love how. So, so first Billy's like, Billy's like, um, uh, mm, Jeff, Jeffrey, uh, I'm going to yes. need you to, 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 um, reach out to Fritz, the evil ghost. I'm going to need you to reach out to him right now because he's bogging us over here and I need you to bring him over to you, please. Which let's just talk about what's happening here seems to be because they never do explain it because the boys can't stop fighting uh there's no adult in the room and i want to set up this experiment it's two tesla coils and what looks like an alternator that he's put a drill bit in dude this is the dumbest fucking shit what is the whole like what like who came up jeff did clearly jeff did. yeah yeah jeff, jeff did. came up with this shit so Instead of just, like, hooking it up to a battery, they create a, like, weird alternator thing that's run by a, dri uh, a drill that he has to push the trigger on. <laughs> Let's not forget that they're trying to make a circle in this room out of exposed copper wire that we know has the current going through it because Jeff lays out some fluorescent tubes to show that they're lighting up. So we know that there is a 
a lot of electricity being pushed through these wires <laughs> that are exposed on the ground for anybody to touch. So this is how, like, half the team dies. Yeah, and we will get back to that. <laughs> but we first, we got to go to the Ritual House. This part is so fucking funny. <laughs> so, so Jay loses Zach. Yeah, he's been there like a, a half an hour to set up X-Cams and I uh, haven't heard him. This is the scariest part because we all know that Zach left on his lonesome will be possessed. <laughs> and we know he will attack his team members. Like, yeah. We've seen him like choke Jay against a wall yeah. <laughs> in like the demon house. No, Jay entering this house with alone when Zach is silently in there, just hiding somewhere is the most dangerous thing that's happened this whole episode. And Joel, this is the hardest I've ever laughed <laughs> at anything that's ever happened on this fucking show. Yeah. But, so Jay goes in and he's looking at us like, Zach, where are you? Zach. He's like peeking around corners. <laughs> and he pans up. <laughs> Zach standing uh, on the staircase, just staring down at him. And <laughs> Joel, if only I had known to film myself watching that scene because I died. A part yeah. of me died in a happy way. <laughs> there's, there's something so humorous about a grown man. Like you peek around the corner. He's just like, eh, just there. <laughs> It's fucking art, dude. Just <laughs> just Zach like standing and staring down the staircase like it's a fucking Dracula movie. Yeah. And Jay's like, "Uh, oh, you good, bro?" <laughs> and then Zach just frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Zach and he's mad. He's mad as hell. He's like he's like, "Jay, shut the fuck up. Stop yelling at me." <laughs> Jay, wait, Jay, why didn't you, why didn't you respond? And he was like, bro. And we, we, we just watched the tape. We just did. He did. He did. He yes. did respond. Yeah. Zach needs a Snickers is basically what's what we're, what we're taking from this. He's, blood sugar is low. <laughs> I just, I don't know how much of this is acting and how much of this is psychosis. This is, this is someone who has lived in a caricature of themselves for so long and has built their whole life around this caricature. What I'm wondering is, does he believe this or not? I wonder if he's in too deep. Was he like, I am going to stand in the stairway for until Jay comes and it's going to be extra spooky. I just imagine there's a cut scene of him being like, I'm ready. And Jay's like, okay. Uh, where are you? <laughs> it's very funny, that shot, but his general oh. demeanor the rest of the episode fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it gets weird. <laughs> meanwhile, the boys back at the experiment are yelling at each other, and it is clear that it is Billy's fault. But he blames everyone but himself. You're doing great. Why don't we waste time or do it? You know what I mean? Then let's do it. Just get me out of the f***ing circle. How about that? 
Zach is trying through the narration to set up like these boys are cursed, which is why they're fighting. But it's clear that Billy Tully is just a passive, passive aggressive little asshole that starts <laughs> sabotaging things when he doesn't get his way. It's funny. I summed up this whole sequence in one short sentence. Billy and Aaron fight for an hour and Jeff gets his dumb device working and then stands <laughs> up too fast and gets woozy and they blame demons. Oh, I think uh, you you are very correct, <laughs> except for Jeff does not get woozy. He accidentally shocks himself with all the exposed <laughs> wire because he's yes. acting like somebody who just got an electric shock. Gets his fucking heart condition to act up. <laughs> yeah, you see him stand up and his like left hand is shaking because he just got shocked. Billy, meanwhile, is just everything he says is he's just dropping gems this whole time. Aaron's like trying to speed up the scene. Like, Hey, can we, we just we need to get the shot. We need can to get, we get shot. this over with Billy. You little shit. And Billy's like, Oh yeah, no, you're doing great. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. So after Jeff gets shocked and stands up and his heart condition kicks in, they're, they're like, uh, Jeff, what's going on? And he like starts he gets in the corner and he's like, oh, uh, uh, he's yeah. all violent. And they're like, and then Billy goes, please Dude. don't, don't kick up the dust. And he immediately <laughs> upon <laughs> hearing <laughs> that just starts kicking dirt like a fucking mad bull. And that's when they kick him out. <laughs> I feel like this was Jeff's audition oh, for totally. being a, a permanent member. Cause he like, he shocked himself obviously with his dumb experiment, but he rolled that into him being possessed. Like it's not me. It's not me. He said that during the divorce too. Oh yeah. No, I'm not like it's, that. That's oh. not me. <laughs> it's when I get the demon in me, man. Then that demon is alcohol and heavy metal music and riding my Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> which I had to sew this fucking experiment is the thing I've wanted them to do for a long time to make like a mini power plant because of <laughs> ghosts are our electricity. Then yeah. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for Joel. <laughs> Clearly. Especially because Billy after two seconds, the, the things go on and Billy's like, um, I'm getting a headache. So let's turn this off. Okay. And they do. And I feel like a grandma here. I just want him to meet a nice equipment tech. Like, what happened to Lauren from Death Lake? <laughs> what happened to all the nice equipment tech? She was a nice girl. You could be with a doctor. <laughs> you need somebody with hard drugs to set up your experiments? Why not a nice girl? <laughs> but back to the ritual house. There we go. Yes. Things are a little less chaotic over yeah, there. So, so before Jay pulls out his fucking Elden Ring items... Yes. Uh, Zach hears a female voice and he lets out <laughs> the funniest sound. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, come, he has a little cummy. One single cum happened out of him. <laughs> One drop. <laughs> it was right outside the ritual room. Like this is exactly what he's always dreamed of. And the amount of zacking off that happens over the next few minutes. This whole sequence is beautiful. This, this sequence belongs in a museum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so first of all, <laughs> Jay straight up fucking badass warlock. 
Yeah. He knows how to do some fucking witchy ass shit. He does. He sets up the full ritual. He's speaking in Latin. Zach is high-fiving the symbols in the room with his fingerless gloves. Because that's all <laughs> after, yeah. what? What is this, like over 20 years at this point? He hasn't learned a single ritual. He hasn't learned how to do anything for himself. Dude, like, like Jay is a boss. He's in here just like speaking in latin like doing incantations of like the the of babylon it's so fucking badass and he's got all the f- candles lit and he's down on the floor and then mm, it doesn't really matter at this point but um i am wearing a hat oh, <laughs> oh okay. and it, and the rim of this hat it shines because it is a blade and it is not soft and floppy no it is sharp It's starched, and I remove it as if to bow, but to throw it instead, because it shaves its way through this scene, (laughs) because they say these skinny orbs, skinny legend, sexy Uh orbs come through, and they are the most clear hairs (laughs) on film. Yeah. These two quote-unquote orbs that come and land near the altar and then speed away, almost as though there's heat coming off of it. Oh, maybe from the candles. Yeah. Oh, this shit. I'm like, when you've got a whole episode, a whole special full of really fun evidence. Yeah. And then you focus on two clear hairs. I have to say, in response to that, with your hat slicing through this scene, Kung Lao wins. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> the ritual gets going, and uh, Jay and Zach are vibing. The ecstasy has kicked in. Their pupils go wide. They look at each other and are like, oh, shit, dude. They almost kiss multiple times. <laughs> Zach is just touching him as he's describing feeling ecstasy. And Jay's like, dude, thank you, Babylon. Oh, I feel so good. Oh, I'm feeling oh, so yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe... Zach and Jay actually did take some ecstasy based on how Billy reacts in the next scene when they're <laughs> yes. describing it and the stink yeah. eye that he oh, gives them. Oh, 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 wait. We'll, we'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> I think Zach's excuse is he, they, him and Jay crushed up some pills. And that's why he's dancing around. Yeah, they start doing like a conga thing around the room. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And then the thing that Zach has wanted for decades the voice on the spirit box sucks his ego's dick (laughs) oh he's been waiting for this for years years babylon has come through the the scarlet whore of the apocalypse has come through and she is just just laying down on that dog. Now the female comes through and tells me I'm awesome. Sir. Sir. She just said, sir. You're awesome. You're awesome. Everything you say to me. Come. So that happens. And then 
actually my favorite bit of evidence happens. Yeah. Jay and Zach start randomly fumbling around. It, it goes from like a high point to suddenly everything's not okay. Like yeah. the, the, the trip has taken a dark turn. <laughs> and now they're having a really bad time. And then downstairs, X-Cam picks up a paint can turning the fuck over and falling. And that shit is actually pretty good. It doesn't look like a string was pulled. No. It like falls from the top. It looks like it's been knocked off. And the way it falls is not a suspect to me. I will give it a pass. My my hand is at my side. Mm. I'm ready to draw. There is a a stiff brimmed hat upon my head because these boys are giddy and dancing around. <laughs> but you don't see anything else really shake. No, and and the way it falls, it's not like already at an angle where it like sl- like if they were jumping around and it caused it to fall off, it would have slid off. But it doesn't. It it topples. It's pretty good. Again, I th- I think that's Emma just being like, oh my god, I thought I could hide down here. Oh well, now he's coming down here. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Just out of frustration, just punches a fucking paint can god damn it (laughs) (laughs) and she runs away and then as zach is going down to investigate jay just randomly yeets his fucking bell down the hallway that part is so funny it's it's clear that like they just did some like really speedy fucking molly like, yeah. like it hit fast and it dipped real quick and he's just like i got no serotonin left <laughs> it just like rose the bell fuck his bell of summoning i'm done zach is like dude what was that and jay's like what just blowing out the candles the horror babylon is done dude i'm stupid dumb I shouldn't have kissed you. I shouldn't have kissed you. No. Do we get on camera? Do we turn that off? God. God, it sucks, dude. Sucks. If Billy sees that, I'm never going to hear the fucking end of it. God. <laughs> we cut to day two as the gang stands in a circle. Yes, they meet up for, for Haunted Anonymous. Yes. <laughs> and Jeff looks very comfortable at home in a meeting setting like this. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, I would love if he was if he his sponsor was there. Yeah. He's like, uh, legally, I have to speak here, part of a court summons, in order to see my kids. Um, <laughs> I have to admit, uh, I am haunted. That my that my whore wife. I mean, my. <laughs> yeah. Breathe. Pet the cat. Pet the cat. Pet the kitty. Scarlet Witch. <laughs> She sits on seven hills, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she talks about an ocean. I never, I felt more like a desert down there, but hey, that's, <laughs> that's just, uh, that's the will of God right there. Just, you know, putting my faith in the big man upstairs, just taking it day by day, just feeling blessed. That's me, Jeff. <laughs> Zach starts rubbing it into these guys like, hey, I heard you guys sucked last night and couldn't get anything done. Meanwhile, me and Jay feeling great yeah we were feeling pretty good uh while you guys were experiencing um chaos 
probably a demon. But meanwhile, me and Jay, uh, we've reached a new level of our relationship. And Billy. (laughs) Oh, my God. The stink eye. (laughs) It's so hard. I just wrote down. I just wrote down. When Zach mentions Jay and him feeling ecstasy and touching and laughing, yeah. Billy looks so mad. <laughs> I have never seen, even when Billy was claiming that he felt all the aggression towards Aaron and wanted to hurt him, <laughs> this is the only time I've I've seen real anger across his eyes. Oh, oh, his face at that moment is just like a meme of jealousy. What you don't see is his hand, like, reaching for his back pocket and, like, feeling his pill bag and (laughs) noticing that there's only two in there and there were supposed to be four. (laughs) We we were supposed to do it together. These were my special boner pills. Me and Zachary. Shay, my own dark apprentice. You took my rhino pills that I got from (laughs) 7-Eleven? They had a picture of Gravedigger officially (laughs) branded. The stink eye is palpable, and they send Jeff away because he's probably still feeling the effects of that electrical shock he gave himself. He probably needs to go to a hospital. I think it's because they realize he's a fucking liability at this point, and he's not a good actor. Yeah. You know what, dude? Sorry. Uh... You're getting voted off the island. Like you didn't you didn't pass. <laughs> yeah. You didn't pass. <laughs> Here's your rose. <laughs> yeah. There's no private boat waiting for you. You have to take the commuter ferry. <laughs> Sachet away. Yeah. And meanwhile, <laughs> he just like stands in line with a bunch of kids coming back from a camp. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I just imagine him on a school bus sitting yeah. down and looking longingly back at Zach yeah. and the boys and just putting his hand on the window as it drives off. <laughs> right after a kid is like, oh, hi, mister. Can I show you my Yu-Gi-Oh card? <laughs> <laughs> they send Jeff home on the school bus and they finish the investigation at what Zach calls the thousand man barracks or as he prefers the thousand lost souls building zach would be the worst dm ever everything is just like this lame ass description where it's just like oh what if it's actually called the thousand lost damned souls building instead yes as you approach the abandoned building a bunch of really scary faces are in the window and they're like oh <laughs> the problem with him relying on his mind's eyes is that he has a really shit imagination. Yes. Yeah, it's boring. They go to this Thousand Lost Souls building. Aaron, Billy, and Zach are in the barracks, and they send Jay <laughs> to investigate some random house. Where some old woman who wasn't interesting enough tells a story that wasn't interesting enough to make it in the original cut. This is this drives me fucking nuts. From a production standpoint, send Jay to the ritual house to do another one. Absolutely. He almost got possessed and he threw his bell of summoning. The only thing that happens at this house is that Jay gets comfy in bed and we see a black mist run across the camera and the ball lights up. So boring. That is the entirety of Jay's contribution to the latter half of this show. Disappointed! 
we're introduced to the paranormal puck. We almost got to the point where we were joking where fucking millennial ghosts are able to send memes via text message. Full on, dude. This is a device for texting ghosts. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. It's a good future-proof device because when millennials start dying and they need to hunt for millennial ghosts, we all know that millennials don't answer phones. <laughs> How the ghost is receiving the text message and why it's it's paying attention is not explained, but God, I just I just want Billy to be left on red so bad. <laughs> he just gives read receipts and yeah. nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, read it. Well, just let's just hang out for a moment and just wait. Oh, it must be typing. It must, must be typing a quite a long response. Maybe it's sending back a nude. Oh, it says no response. It um, did say which. It did. I swear it. I swear. I. It never goes away, but it did this time, and I swear that it did say it. <laughs> well, that is a, a portent of things to come, Eric Hufnagel. As they go in, and Zach starts <laughs> saying names, Babylon, Meg- Megatherion, White Witch. <laughs> Thanos. Thanos, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Penguin. All the villains. Uh, all the baddies. <laughs> oh. Borg queen. <laughs> Hexus. Hexus. <laughs> Come forth. Billy the wet blanket is like, Master, please be careful. Don't summon the witch. She's very mean. And that's when Zack gets immobilized by a force. So does he just like have like some kind of deer in the headlights trauma response <laughs> to feeling cold air at this point yeah the minute <laughs> the minute he feels any temperature changes uh, billy i can't move and that's when billy runs over and just starts breathing hard on the back of his neck who oh, i'll warm you <laughs> we hear that noise a lot in this episode <laughs> And the next sequence of events is my favorite. Aaron hears from behind him in the bathroom. (laughs) Okay. You may have written down exactly what I did. It sounds a little bit like a wet fart. I wrote juicy fart. It is a juicy fart. They are in the bathroom and their EVP is a straight up just just gooey fart. And they're like, what? What's happening? And it's a, it's a portent of things to come because then Aaron looks distressed, gives Billy his camera, and sprints out of the building. Saying he's having a heart attack. Well, it sounds like heart attack, but I think we know what really happened. It's a shard attack. I'm having a shard attack? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I have to run. Oh, it touch cloth. It touch cloth. I mean, I'm having a heart attack. I have to leave. Dude, I'm having a shard attack is now, like, first, I'm so ready to use that. I'm going to use that in real life. That is so good. Oh, fuck. I want I want to redub all those video, all those commercials of the, the life alert when they're on the ground. Like, I'm having a shard attack. <laughs> Don't worry. We're on our way. <laughs> if they 
thought that Aaron was actually running off having a heart attack? Would they waffle around in the same room? Uh, yes. I don't think they actually care. This is a genuine reaction. (laughs) I think that they know that this is like they've developed a code where if you need to shit during an investigation, you pretend like you're having a heart attack and you run outside. I honestly think that's what happened. Oh, my God. And they're like, "Mm, let's keep it. I think that if Aaron really did do that and was like, yo, I'm having a heart attack, they'd be like, "Okay, just whatever. We need to do an investigation. We're on a time clock here. Billy would just roll his fucking eyes. <laughs> we are pressed for time, so... Maybe it's all those nuts getting clogged in your arteries. I can open those arteries with a pill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you need blood flowing through you, I have just the thing. Why not try out Black Rhino or <laughs> Mack Truck 10? Ah, uh, yes, it's a 20-wheeled truck because that's how many times you'll be able to come. <laughs> skeet, skeet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Zack and Billy arguing with each other, pretending to be scared. It's They get, like, a creepy laugh which also kind of sounds like maybe Aaron's clapping cheeks as he's painting the walls outside. (laughs) And then Aaron comes back. And he's so pissed. (laughs) He's taken off all of his gear. Like he, I think that Aaron's probably like a has to get naked pooper. So, which is why he always wearing his sweater. (laughs) He's the kind of guy that when he pees, he pulls his pants all the way down and pulls his shirt up. (laughs) All the way up. Yeah. Ah, Yeah. Yeah. Like a toddler. Listen, I'm going to I'm going to come to bat for those kind of people for pooping. Like sometimes you have a, a, a shit that's bad enough that you need the freedom of movement to be able to handle it however you need to. Oh, yeah. No, I throw my pants fully off. And when I'm at home and I got to take a like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The clothes come off. Who's shitting with their clothes on in the house? Which is warlocks shit naked. That's how you live your life. Okay. Take, take it from me. <laughs> take it from me, Joel Kleinberger. Shit naked or don't shit at all. Record naked or don't record at all. My shirt is currently pulled up because I did the action of pulling my shirt up when we were talking about that. <laughs> and you left it. <laughs> I mean, it's just stuck up here now. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's very funny the Aaron comes back mad and then Zach blames demons again. <laughs> yeah. It's the, he's not mad at us. He's not mad that it, you know, he's been doing this for like 25 years and this is the thousandth abandoned building. He's had to shit outside at. He's so done. He's so fucking tired and he's stuck yeah. with Billy, the sycophant and fucking Zach. Who's lost his goddamn mind lost his mind and become the most insufferable thing because not only is he not fun anymore he's also overly sensitive so if aaron was to make a joke zach would probably cry and tell him that he needs an exorcism or some shit yeah or 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 be like uh uh i'm possessed and then just choke him i love that zach he's like he comes in with a dark energy so dark it interferes with my boom mic which is probably aaron just like stepped on a cord or something it's such, yeah, it's so dumb. And also, like, 
dude, the amount of times I've made that exact face at my boss. Yeah. Like, I know what Aaron's going through at this point. <laughs> and I've been there, like, tw- like three times a week. <laughs> I'm out. Aaron comes back, and he's pissed off because he wouldn't wasn't able to properly wipe, and his asshole's itchy now. <laughs> and Hey, Tushy, s- sponsor us, Tushy. Tushy, sponsor us. If only Aaron had had a, a Tushy bidet. So cheap, so easy to install. Easy to clean, and just one or two squares of toilet paper is all you need to feel fresh and smooth. That's right. You can have a, an ass worthy of eating in 30 seconds. <laughs> Don't bring that dark energy into your investigation. Use Tushy. (laughs) Aaron gets, he brings out another version of a spirit box. It's called the like PBX Pro 7, whatever. PBS Kids. The PBS Kids Pro. And it says, I love you. And Mm -hmm. then audibly, a disembodied voice, not through the PDX pbx device pbs kids device it says you love me and billy gets excited she is a woman it's a girl it's a girl it's a girl (laughs) it's a girl aaron is like running away from the sound uh in excitement the way that like meet like fucking tiktokers react to somebody flipping over a water bottle like Uh, oh And Zach is doing his freezing bit. And then they cut back to Jay chilling in the bed, just being like, eh. yeah. And then they come back. And after they've calmed down from hearing this girl voice and Billy starts licking his butthole lips, like I was 16. It was such a nice number. So adult Billy quote unquote finds stairs to the basement and Zach looks at the camera and says, this is the scariest job in the world. Yeah. Would you do this? <laughs> yeah. Especially if I'm getting a hundred thousand dollars an episode, you fucking loser. Money is greed and money and gold. It can kill you. And this is when I think Emma is just really fed up. Emma, the ghost, she like got her hands on Sonic adventure two and played city escape. <laughs> Because she is running around at the speed of sound all over this place. Deja vu. Yeah. (laughs) Billy has an EMF detector and it gets squoze from the base to the tip all the way up. All the way. And Billy even jerks it off a little bit. He's like, oh my God. Oh, oh, it's reaching the tip. (laughs) It's climaxing. And this is, this is a really weird turn. Zach goes up a level so he can help the little girl because he heard her voice and can't get her out of his head. These old men, these these, everyone in this room, in this episode is pushing 50. Not Jay. No, Jay, Jay's timeless because he's actually a warlock. Yeah. He's made pacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Zach goes up chasing this little girl, which again, an older man insisting on following her around and demanding her attention. Seems like uh, the, the the whole situation, how she died. <laughs> yeah. It's probably why when Zach gets up there, uh, she bolts from under a, fl- a, a a board and knocks it over and runs away. Yeah, hey man, hey look. Yet again, 
if it's genuine, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty and good. I, I do think it's just because Emma's like, fuck. She's God. finally like, she's like, God, jeez, I thought I got away from you fucks. She's like, okay, I was in the, the fucking Civil War hospital. Okay, then I left. I went to where I was murdered. Oh, great. You're there too. Great. Fucking great. You know what? I'm going to go hang out in the barracks house because clearly you're trying. I'm not associated with that. And he goes there and he hears their voice. She's like, fuck, fuck, fuck Yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah. And then Zach turns again and he's got his fucking like, like connect Xbox connect camera. And he's like, oh, there she goes. Climbing that fucking pillar. She's trying to get away from me. The, this whole, this whole portion is just watching Emma, the ghost trying to get away. She's like, fuck. Trying to get away from him by any means necessary. We see this black orb on the XLS camera. She's like, shit, leave me shit. alone. She's like, cameras are everywhere. I'm just trying to live my undead life. And I, fuck, I, the place is swarming with annoying incel old men. I don't, I, this is the last thing I need. And on that, like, Jay goes to sleep. In his comfy bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? That's that's great. That's a great ending for the whole thing is that, like, everyone's, like, freaking out trying to chase this girl ghost. And you know what? Jay, he wins in the end. Yeah, he has yeah. a nice night. Gets to, He just gets to, like, fall asleep in a, in a nice bed. And that's where they, they end the lockdown. It's done. Devil Island complete. <laughs> holiday special <laughs> what they called their iconic investigation the most dangerous frightening fucked up investigation they've ever done at the seat of the leviathan i'm ready to get out of here i'm ready to get the hell out of here i'm out sure i'm out get out i'm out i'm out good idea great idea eric do you find this special to be angelic? Do you think this was iconic? Demonic. Who do you think it was demonic? Is that is that good for Zach Bagans? Here's the thing. I enjoyed it thoroughly. They got maybe three things that happened that I that were compelling to me. Yeah. And that was great. I think all in all I hate Billy, and I think that he is a problem on this show. <laughs> um, I think it's clear that Zach is has lost his mind and oh, yeah. needs to fucking retire and go hang out at his museum and have everybody tell him how cool he is instead of continuing to do this so that Aaron and Jay can just <laughs> succeed oh, on their please, own. please, please. Aaron and Jay take over the show. Here's what needs to happen. Zach needs to just like be interred into his own museum as a attraction. Mm -hmm. That would be great. Put him in a fucking sealed box, give him oxygen and Red Bulls or whatever he drinks. And like, just let him be the new attraction. Send Billy off to the Congo or something. I think they just need to pull a Garfield and mail him to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> and then give the show to Aaron and Jay. Let Aaron be the leader for once. And let Jay be his full warlock self. 
let them succeed where Zach and Billy are failing and bring back Lauren. Exactly. I was going to say, keep it at a nice trilo- tr- uh, trinity, a tr- trinity of, of, of spooky, spooky people. Yeah. Lauren, Jay, and Aaron. Boom. Easy. Well, Eric, we have seen Zach at his most iconic. So I think it is now time to be iconic ourselves and challenge him to come fight us in the dark. You're an icon. You are the moment. Come fight us, Zach. <laughs> this is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. This episode, like many others, reveals a potential weakness of Zach. Because mm. <laughs> Zach is on the record and his public persona is built around being so hetero. He is, he is so not gay that anyone even complimenting a man is enough for him to insist that that man desires to take it up their butt. (laughs) But in this episode, mm, I think we find a way to test that using our powers of ritual that we will learn from the internet. We will set up a location in an abandoned house and we cover it with the most horny ritual symbols there are. Fuck demons from every religion and mythology. <laughs> and we get Jay, <laughs> Zach, and Billy in there. <laughs> we got Jezebel. We got Durga. <laughs> we've got we've got that tit demon that used to vi- visit you in your dreams and smother you t- with her breasts breast hat don't you dare <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know that story list do the patreon Day. <laughs> so we set up this this location and we're on the outside we're piping in sexy evps that could be picked up at any moment that are just getting more and more suggestive. We've switched out their candles for stuff that smells real horny. And maybe when they're not looking, we sneak out and we, we sprinkle some MDMA on their sandwiches. That's okay. As they start feeling it, the EVPs get more direct. Hold him. Touch. Zach. <laughs> kiss. Billy. And... I think two things are going to happen here. Either Zach gives in. He yes ands himself into the destruction of his masculine self image while he locks lips with Billy's floppy butthole void. Or Billy goes in for a passionate kiss, giving into the moment. And Zach is like, oh, oh, no. Oh. Either way, it's a fucking win. Exactly. <laughs> Either Zach, Zach, I, you know what? That's beautiful. And you know what? It's so funny because <laughs> we are we are almost too close. Oh, this time. Do tell. Just like last holiday season. Yes. I'm not challenging Zach to come fight this time because it's a time of love. It's a time of being jolly and jovial and giving. Oh, yes. It's a time of warmth and goodwill towards men. So this time, as we've learned, 
what it takes to bring Zach ecstasy. Ecstasy. Ecstasis. I'm going to invite Babylon, the Scarlet Witch. We've summoned all the sexual demons we could, but in the center, I will bring forth the <laughs> apocalypse. I will summon the spirit of the sacred whore, the rider of the beast, Babylon. I will invite her into the spirit and the body of Zach Baggins, his flesh supple and unsullied by the sun. That's his right. hands are smooth, unmarred by laboring of the land. Mm. His mind, frail. He will reach the ultimate orgasm <laughs> amongst his bros while not only <laughs> not only bringing forth <laughs> what you've wished which is yes. <laughs> Zachary allowing his body and his and his love to be flowed upon his bros and flow yeah. back upon him but also to invite the final and ultimate demon into his life, Babylon. It's the it's the crazy woman. It's the ultimate, the, the final <laughs> boss of crazy women for yes. Zach Bagans. That's right. I think what really ties us all together is how his moment, his peak moment of everything he wants, a hot, the hot woman of the demonic realm taking over his body, yes. making him come harder than he could possibly imagine. But right on the edge of orgasm, as he's feeling, feeling it, building up, right as he's about to explode, Billy gets taken up in the moment. And goes in for the kiss, yeah! And Zach's eyes go from rolling back in his head to like <laughs> looking forward and then like a confused frown goes on his and he looks down and sees Billy's head. Oh, and he comes and it's the most confused he's ever been in his life. And you know what that is, Joel? That's the beginning of the apocalypse. <laughs> the final seal is broken. The horsemen ride. The end times are upon us. Zachary has brought it. The final opening of the portal. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Zach. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy apocalypse, which is a warlocks. <laughs> Hey, hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, Eric Nagel. Hey, Happy Holidays. Happy Hollandays. Happy Hollandays sauce to all of our witches and warlocks out there. I hope you're spending it getting saucy with people you love, including us in your ear pussies. <laughs> and I think that we did a fantastic job with a season that wasn't great and a special that was interesting but a little bit of a downer with how much Billy there was. Yes. But we made it. We're going to start season seven of Ghost Adventures 
and it's gonna start in Portland, and it's gonna be a fucking awesome fun time. We get to hear Eric's stories of Portland. So join us then, which is in Warlocks. Oh, fuck, I can't wait. Eric. Hey. Hey, I love you, buddy. Hey, I love you, buddy. <laughs> merry, merry holidays, and to all a good night. Love you, baby, buddy. <laughs> baby, baby, All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our continued paranormal challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com. Com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night. Bye.